Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives. For those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment. To change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I'm in my little studio here recording on a Monday. This is the start of a new week from... A very challenging week. There has been a lot of stuff going on in my life on pretty much every single avenue that you can possibly have something going on. I mean, my professional life, the political stuff that I've got going on had some some drama and stuff going along with it. And even with the podcast, uh, I, I had been hitting some roadblocks and been working on a lot of things. And luckily, there was a breakthrough and a lot of good things are coming down the line for the podcast very, very much excited for that one. And, you know, that's where my passion lies is, you know, this is something that it's, it's an interest of mine. It's something I really like to do. It's something I want to do to really get out there and serve the world, serve the public, serve people in a, in a sort of better way. And it also gives me an outlet to talk about a lot of the things that really fascinate me and inspire me and everything. Um, so I'd love to donate all of or dedicate all of my attention to it, but it's just not possible with all the other things going on in life. It's it's something that I've really got to buckle down and set some time aside because I try to find that available time. And I'm sure everybody can sympathize with something that they'd like to do a little bit more in their life, something that really interests them, whether it's I don't know whether it's doing some yoga classes or going to the gym or finding time to paint or read or just have time to yourself. It's hard to carve that time out for yourself. And this is my this is my canvas. This is a passion of mine. So it's really hard for me to find time in my busy, busy week to to carve out some episodes. And things keep on getting busier and busier for me in my life outside of the podcast. And uh, so I've got to schedule some specific time, and that's really been a a common conversation that I've had in the last couple of weeks. I've realized it's a recurring theme, and I guess that's sort of like a little cattle prod for me to say, hey, you know what? It keeps coming up in your life. You, You should probably do an episode on the podcast about it. So today's episode is going to be, you know, breaking the habit of being whatever it is that you don't want to be, whatever it is you want to change from. And I would say one of my biggest flaws, my biggest personality flaws is being a procrastinator. Uh, you know, and that may seem a bit surprising to some people who have been listening to the podcast or who know me, who know how motivated I am and how much stuff I get done. But I, I really feel like sometimes I procrastinate. I sort of, I, I 
sort of take on a ton of stuff, but then, you know, getting the product out is where my, uh, my flaws lie because I'm, I'm constantly wanting to, wanting to take in things and ideas and the time to implement the stuff is where I find my biggest flaw. But I think that's one of the, the hardest things is to recognize your flaw and then work on your flaw. So, you know, with me breaking the habit of, of taking on too much, being a ha- breaking the habit of being a procrastinator. So today's episode is going to be breaking the habit of being whatever it is that you are dissatisfied with, with your life. Before we continue, I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, a huge thank you to everybody who has been sharing the podcast. People have been posting things on Instagram, you know, taking clips from the podcast and posting uh, different things on Instagram and on Facebook and everything. It's so greatly appreciated that people are enjoying it. It's, uh, you know, you sometimes sit here and you talk to this microphone and you wonder who's listening on the other end. And and luckily, uh, Anchor, the the platform that we record the podcast on and distribute it. It does have some awesome analytics. It tells me um, what countries are listening, even what states are listening in the United States, and even down to the towns. It actually tells me some towns that are listening. So um, it's great to see. I think we're up to like 40 states in the United States and like I think like 27 countries around there. Um, but one thing you just don't see is, you know, that you don't get the feedback from people unless you see things being shared. So thank you so much for those people who are sharing things on social media and, you know, a huge, huge thank you to people who are sharing things, uh, actually making comments on, um, you know, huge thank you to people who are leaving ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. That is literally the hotspot for everything that's podcasting. It's where 70% of our listener base comes from. So if you enjoy the podcast and would be so kind to go on there and leave a rating and review, uh, it would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And I would love to read some of the reviews on the podcast if I see any of them come through. So please do so if you feel so inspired. And another concept that came up this week in conversation is that in the field of self-development, and a lot of the, the podcast world and a lot of the different podcasts that are similar to this one, that there seems to be a lot of advice on where you should go, where you should live, you know, what type of mindset you should adopt so you can live a better, healthier, more fulfilling life, you know, you know, a lifestyle where you're manifesting the things of your dreams and all that kind of stuff. There's all these concepts, but there doesn't seem to be much in the way of how, you know, how do you do these things? What can you actually do to change your life? What can you actually incorporate into your life that brings about real action? And, you know, to make those changes in your life, what do you do? What recipes are there? What instructions are there? What, you know, what's the how? We understand the, you know, the, the where you should be, but how do you get there? What's the easiest way to get from point A to point B? And I've listened to a few podcasts myself since then. And now, you know, I can't help but notice that there's all these concepts. There's all these suggestions on, you know, what you should do in a different way that you can live your life. But there's not a whole lot in the way of clear directions. And I know that mostly the reason for that is that a lot of the people who do podcasting, they do side gigs, they do coaching, you know, and a lot of that's reserved for the members only area. That's where the professional advice comes through. So I can't really blame people for, I guess, keeping that stuff hostage a little bit. But, you know, I would lie. I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't 
monetizing the podcast in some way, shape, or form. I mean, we have sponsors now, and we're building a listener base. And you know, eventually, I would love to be able to take this to a whole new platform, a whole new stage, taking a passion of mine of helping people live a healthier life and a happier life. And turning that into some sort of professional career, that would be fantastic. And I know that's what most of the people who are already in the podcast world, that's what they're doing. And if they gave away all of their services for free, then there wouldn't be anything for people to pay for. I totally get it. Um, But I'm also very rooted in the service of others. And I would, if there's some person I can stumble across, if there's one person that I can give help to, to help them get away from a place that was similar to where I was at one point in the last couple of years to get to where I am now. If there's just one person that this podcast reaches that it helps brighten their day, brighten their week or transform their life. If I'm so fortunate that, that my advice actually does that for somebody, then that's all worth it because I know the level of anxiety and worry and everything that I had, the dissatisfaction with life that I had at one point to being where I am now. You know, I just went through one of the most challenging, I'd say, 10-day periods that I have had in years. And yes, it was hard at the time. And yes, I had some near breakdowns and had to just get myself out of the work environment, come home. I spent like a good hour and a half meditating yesterday. And, you know, it, it worked. It helped me out. There's a lot of things you can incorporate that help you get that angst and anxiety and all that worry out of your system in a very healthy way that doesn't involve substances and it doesn't, you know, sacrifice your sleep and all that kind of stuff. And that's what I'm hoping to give people to show you that there is hope, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, speaking of the challenges that I've been through in the last couple of weeks, I've been pretty unhappy with certain parts of my life and feeling at certain times like I'm not completely in control of my emotions. And I I can kind of track that down to a couple of key things. I think lack of sleep was a huge one. And the lack of sleep just happened to be really bad night's sleep. It wasn't really over anxiety or anything keeping me up. It was just literally one of those nights just tossing and turning. Sometimes those do come up. You know, maybe I had too much coffee at the end of the day. I'm like a a coffee addict. I, I love it. I've been buying decaf just because I love the flavor of it. I love the drink of it. You know, one of our sponsors might be this like awesome coffee company that I'm going to maybe be talking about in the near future, but I'm a huge enthusiast of it. And maybe I just pumped too much of that one night. Um, I don't know, but sometimes we just don't get enough sleep. And I'd say that's one of the hugest things that can affect people is your lack of sleep. It can knock off everything in your life. It gets you totally off your game. And if you're operating on a really high level, if you are a high performer, your mind works really fast because it has to. You're in a fast-paced world. You have to jump priorities all the time. You got to be quick on your toes. Being tired and lethargic and having your mind not work right because of lack of sleep, it will throw literally everything off. You can't use the tools that you've learned to get the stress processed and out of your life and you literally will start to unravel. And I I can really trace it back to that. I think that was probably one of the biggest things and just general overwhelm of things coming at me from a million different directions. But also one of the biggest things out of every single weekend that I've noticed is that a weekend will come and my work week is so busy during the week. I go from a you know full-time, very demanding job to doing some of my political stuff to trying to come home and I'm, I'm like trying to answer emails from the podcast and connecting with people on social media and creating some of the graphics you guys might be seeing on social media. I mean, all that stuff takes time. And 
I don't often have a whole lot of time to sit down and record because you can't just force these recordings. I mean, I do it out of inspiration. So, you know, like my father-in-law, he's an actual, um, he's a, is a pretty well-known artist who lives on Nantucky. If you want to check out his stuff, his name's Paul Galschneider. Um, but he had, I think it's paulgall.com. He's a great impressionist artist, but anyways, um, you know, he, his words really resonate with me that he has to be in that mood. He can't just go out in his studio and just throw paint on a canvas. He's got to be in that mood. And once I started recording this podcast, like I said, this is my canvas. So I totally resonate with, he has to be in that mood. And I can't just go into my little den here where I have my podcast set up and just record at a moment's notice. So I don't get enough of the podcast. Um, I don't have enough time dedicated toward the podcast at times. So I say, oh, you know, this weekend I'm going to record like three episodes. I'm going to get them edited and then I can get a couple of episodes released, you know, two or three days at a time. And that gets me away from this, you know, once a week thing that's all of a sudden become the norm here, which I'm, you know, I apologize for that. It's it's not how I wanted this to um, turn about and we're going to be cranking things up. I got some really good things on the, on the horizon that you guys will all see coming up soon. But a weekend comes and a weekend goes and... I have the same feelings like I set out for all these goals and then I don't get them done. And then Monday morning rolls around and it it you know Mondays are hard enough but the whole I didn't accomplish enough this weekend or those goals that I wanted to get done are now waiting for me for next weekend, you know? So those things are staring you in the face every single weekend that comes and goes. But I've really made an honest effort to make sure that I was getting a lot of rest and relaxation time. Our and our time is huge. I mean, for people who are high performers, you're putting out a lot of fires all the time. You need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. You know, that that's huge with people where uh, I came from in the public safety sector. They're working shift work. They're pulling overtime shifts. They're dealing with so much. They're seeing so much. I mean, even right down to people who are in nursing and um, you know, there's a lot of demanding careers. There's a lot of things that people are put through. You work your 40 hours, you put in who knows how much beyond that. And there's so much demanded of you that rest and relaxation time. You need to make sure you have that carved out. And I've really been very hardly disciplined on myself to make sure that I do that on the weekends. But I think I've been doing it a little bit too much because my Friday nights is like family night. We we get home, we plan a big dinner, me, my wife, and my son. Um, we Everybody gets whatever they want if they're all on different pages. We cook a huge dinner. We watch either some fun shows or a movie or something like that. And then after a few hours, everybody just kind of disperses and does their own thing. And sometimes we're up till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. So obviously Saturday morning comes late. I mean, I'm an early bird. I'm up sometimes 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning in the week. And obviously that doesn't happen on the weekends. So the late start, by the time I get my coffee, I do my morning meditation. I get to the gym. Sometimes it's 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. And then you throw in, you know, grocery shopping, a little bit of time with my son. And it's like, boom, it's dinner time for Saturday night. And, you know, there's there's no time left for anything else. And then Sunday, you know, it almost is the same thing. And luckily, there's not a whole heck of a lot going on right now. Otherwise, I mean, we live in New England, and this has been just a, a really tough stretch. February is like the worst month. I'm recording this in early February, and it's my second least favorite month of the year behind January. So it's a tough time, and there's not a lot of other things going on. So luckily, I have the time to be home, and that's throwing a wrench in the mix too because 
I'm not getting things done at home because I'm not setting healthy habits. So this past weekend, I dedicated myself to saying, I'm not going to stay up late on Friday night. I'm going to set my alarm for Saturday morning. I'm going to get right up, get out of the house, get some things done right away, get home and really start hammering away on some of the projects that I want to get done. So I did that. Saturday was successful. Saturday evening rolled around. I got some of that that me time to myself after I felt accomplished for the day. And now my whole weekend, you know, even after Saturday was over, I got more done on that Saturday than I had the five previous five or six Saturdays before it. So the weekend was already a win. And that was just one weekend of dedicating myself to a new healthier habit. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to stick to that every single weekend. I think I'm going to do it until my goals are completely finished because I didn't get as far as I'd like to. I set the bar really high this weekend, which is always a good thing. I really suggest setting the bar high with the expectation you might not make the mark, but you're going to try and stretch yourself as far as you possibly can. That's like trying to run you know, a, a nine-minute mile. And if you get nine minutes and 30 seconds, it's like, you know what? I, I was pretty close. You, know, you didn't make it, but it gives you something to really strive for next time. So I'm going to do the same thing with my next weekends. I'm going to set the bar really high because the warm weather's right around the corner. Um, definitely, you know, the, the springtime is going to come, we get really active and, and we're gone. As soon as the warm weather's here, we're out the door literally every single weekend. So I know I've got a very limited amount of time to actually accomplish my weekend goals. So habit setting is going to be a really, really big thing moving forward. And I'm very aware of that. And that's what I'm talking about with everybody today. You know, what can this story that I just talked about, this long rambling thing that I'm talking about here, what can this do for you? We might have habits that make up our lives that are counterproductive for what goals we want to accomplish and the things that we want to incorporate in our life. There are so many different things that people want to incorporate into their lives, but their hardwired programming or what we call habits are preventing them from manifesting in our lives. So I use this a lot, but let's use fitness for an example. Many of us are not satisfied with our level of fitness. I mean, sometimes we don't like the way that we look. We want more muscles or we want smaller waistline or so you know what you have to do to make that happen. Or most people do, you know, you have to work at it. You have to work out or you have to change your diet. You have to take some sort of an action. And that's a hard fact for some people to swallow in the self-development world. Uh, You know, a lot of people like to put it out there that you can just have positive thinking and, you know, things will come to you. But really, let's be honest, nothing comes for free. Nothing comes for nothing. And the universe does bring things to you that match your vibe or your vibration. But you also need to take certain actions that match your desires to make things manifest. And I really don't want to make this episode about health and fitness. I don't want to get into the the ins and outs, different things that you should be doing, but I'm just using this as an example. So let's breeze past all that for the sake of focusing on creating habits. You need to go to the gym or work out in some sort of way to reach a fitness goal. So obviously you need to find a place to do this. Second, you need to create a habit in your life that makes this possible, that your day literally will not function without it. Take me for an example. I'm a huge morning person, so I get my workout done in the morning. And I'm an early riser too. So I go, I get that workout done. And no matter what happens for the rest of the day, you know, I also, I I wake up, I have my coffee and then I I go and meditate right away. You know, I go anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. And after that, I go right to the gym and work out. 
And no matter what happens for the rest of the day, I got those two hugely important things to me done. If you're someone who can be a morning person yourself, then you need to organize your life, your entire day around having that healthy routine in the morning. Or even if you're an evening person or you know an end of the day type person where you want to work out at the end of your day, because I know some of you may have shift work where you know you work eleven to seven and you know you go to bed maybe nine or ten o'clock in the morning after working all night, you still need to find time to carve that time out. That means you need to manage and organize your life around it. You know, whether you have to change your alarm clock so you can get up earlier, you know, you get your clothes ready the day before so you can change into your work clothes so you can go to the uh, you go to the gym and change into your work clothes after you're done with your workout or you arrange things to go after work, which honestly, I don't recommend that one. I mean, it's different strokes for different folks, but uh, I find it easier to skip things if you put them off till the end of the day. You can be tired or you find a reason not to go. And next thing you know, you're not sticking to that goal. So, you know, if you can get things done at the beginning part of your day and get it out of the way, everything else that happens throughout that day, it's, it is what it is because you've already accomplished that really important thing for yourself. And when you've created that new habit, when you've hardwired it into your mind and into your day, you will literally feel incomplete if you don't accomplish that part of your day. It'll be like leaving the house without brushing your teeth, you know, you'll, which I hope you don't do, but you, you end up having that being a part of your hardwired day. It just doesn't feel right if you don't accomplish that one thing. You know, I can even use meditation for an example. It, you know, I meditate daily. It, it's always best for me to do it in the morning. Um, and sometimes I do it in the morning and at night. You know, it's a good thing to do and wind down before you go to sleep. Um, and I've been very bad about doing it lately on the weekends. And that's because I, I've given myself permission to fall off a little because I was getting overwhelmed with my wife's illness and, and everything that has been going on in life. And I just needed to slow down on those weekends. And because I got such a late start on those weekend days, meditation was like, I'll do it later. I'll go get this thing done. And then I can come home and kind of chill and I can have a, a few quiet moments to myself. And I should know better because that quiet moment never comes back. That moment for me to go and meditate never shows back up on those busy days. So as a result, my meditation has fallen off and you know, I, I don't do it on the weekends and I can feel the repercussions of that. So sitting down and structuring your life, it, it really does help. And at some level, it feels, I guess, a little bit restrictive to structure yourself too, too much because, you know, it, it, it in a way, it's kind of counterproductive towards living a freer and more healthy life because we have so many structures in our lives now. I totally get how you could see that as counterproductive, but to really, to really embody habits, you got to think about what you have for habits in your life right now. Most of us are hardwired into some sort of mindset. I mean, if you're looking to improve your life, you're hardwired into a habit set that you may not like. Don't most of us get up on the same side of the bed every day, you know, the same place, the same bedroom, you know, don't we do the same stuff like check our phone right away, get a coffee, you know, use the bathroom, drive the same route to work, talk with the same people and, and have the same frustrations and go through the same experiences. So then why not purposely shift that up? Why not change to a new routine that makes you feel more fulfilled? 
go to bed a little bit earlier, go to bed an hour earlier, you know, and wake up a little earlier so you can meditate, so you can go to the gym, you know, get two huge healthy living activities done before most people even hit the road for their commute. I mean, you want to talk about feeling accomplished. When I used to be heavy training in boxing, I would already be at the boxing gym sometimes 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning because I heard Mike Tyson, who's obviously not the greatest role model in the world, but when it came to really training and being dedicated on something, he used to get up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, go for a run, and then come back and go to sleep because just that little boost of knowing that he was running while maybe his opponents were sleeping was a huge mental mindset uh, over his his opponents. And, you know, I used to do the same thing. I used to train so early in the morning. It was so gratifying knowing that everybody else was probably still asleep while I was out there already getting things accomplished. And if you do those kinds of things to start off your day, you too can feel like you've already gotten something going. You know, as the rest of your day, you're you're going, 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 and, you know, and you're doing stuff for everybody else. You're taking orders from your boss. You're doing things for your kids. You know, sometimes you just sit down and wish you could do something for yourself. And if you've already done that at the beginning of the day and totally gotten it out of the way, then the rest of your day is kind of come what may. You know, it's whatever pops up, you've done that for yourself already. You don't have it in the back of your mind, kind of like how I approached my weekend this weekend. I got things done right away on Saturday, and then I gave myself permission to take a break on Saturday night, and I got some things done on Sunday, and then I gave myself permission to do something else. You know, it might even help if you set an alarm for the evening so that it goes off and tells you, hey, it's time to get your stuff ready for bed so you can get ready for the next day. If you're kind of one of those people that stays up watching TV all night or you're staring at your phone all night, you know, sometimes you got to have someone or something cut you off. Set a bedtime alarm that tells you, hey, cut it off. It's time to go to bed. Um, you know, set yourself one for the week and set yourself one for the weekends. Maybe that might help you. I don't know. Um, everybody's different. Everybody's life is a different way. So, you know, you have to custom tailor something to whatever life that you're living. But if you incorporate some sort of new plan into your life and you make that dedicated time for that plan, if you can schedule certain things, if you have, you know, digital calendars that you can go on your computer and actually set calendars, reminders will pop up on your phone you'll sort of stick to things a lot easier. You know, even if you're at work, if you wanted to uh, set a healthier living habit, if you're someone who has to sit at a desk all the time, you can set, you can buy apps that can remind you to drink more water. It can remind you to get up out of your chair, do like 10 squats in your chair, do something that gets you moving a little bit more. You know, you'd be surprised if you incorporate those little things into your daily routine, how much of a huge, huge change it can make on your life. But if you get strict and write time frames on you know, structuring your day, like take what I do for an example is sometimes when I have to be somewhere, like say I have to be to work for 7 a.m. So, you know, my gym fortunately is at my place of work. So if I get done by 6.45 in the morning, it gives me 15 minutes to shower, you know, get dressed and be ready for work. That means, you know, if you count back an hour from 6.45, if I give myself an hour workout, that means I have to get to the gym by 5.45 which means that I need to leave my house. It's a 20-minute ride. I have to leave the house by 525 to get to the gym by 545, which if you count backwards from that 525 leaving time frame, if I meditate for 30 minutes, that puts me back at about like 450 in the morning, which means I need to wake up at like 415, which some of you people are probably like, oh, that sounds like torture. And actually, when I first did this, when I had started my new job and my, my time frames shifted backward a little bit, I'm thinking to myself, I got to wake up at 4.15 in the morning. 
I actually have shifted it to where on most days, if I get to bed at the right time, I can get up at like 3.30, 3.45. And it's, again, it's a great, quiet time. It's still dark outside. No one's up. I kind of have my own free time to do my own thing. And by the time I get to that gym and I get out, there's a lot of people who've just barely started their day. And it's a great feeling. But literally, that's how structured you have to get. But when you do, when you get consistent in your day and you do those things that are good for you, you take those actions to bring your goals to you. you. You do certain things to manifest certain results in your life. And that's where the power lies. You know, you can literally do this for everything. You know, if you're going back to school, you need to carve out time to go to class. You know, if you're doing an online class, you got to carve out time for that. Otherwise, you'll never have the time. You'll find that it's just not there and it's not available. This goes for absolutely everything in your life. You want to be a better, more mindful parent. You need to set aside certain times of the day to just be with your kids. I did that this weekend with my kid. With all the things we had going on, we had this like sheet of ice across our yard this weekend. And, you know, I, I went outside being like a goofball on Saturday night after I was done doing all my work. And I had him look out the window and I just ran and slid on my stomach across the yard and in my jacket and snow pants. And he, next thing I know, he's like running out the door trying to put his shoes on because it looked like a blast. We were out there till sunset. And then the next day, you know, he wanted to go out there. And I told him as long as he had his homework done and did his room and put his clothes away, we go out there. And I don't think I've ever seen that kid do his chores as fast as he did and next thing you know we're outside for i think two or three hours just playing on that sheet of ice out in our yard uh went on a four-wheeler ride i carved out that time to have that gratifying life moment with my kid and he he told my wife later on that he had an awesome time doing that so if you want things to come to you if there's things that you say i wish i could do this i wish i could do that Make that time. It's kind of like being on the freeway. You know, if you're following behind a car on the freeway and you fall too far behind, you leave a gap for someone to pull in, someone's going to pull into that gap. No matter how much space you keep leaving to the car in front of you, someone's going to pull in front of you and fill that space in. Make the space and fill it in with something purposeful in your life. Because <sighs> that's that's really how it's done. You know, my day went great because of it. My weekend went great because of it. And granted, I made a little bit of a sacrifice on my own personal time that I've been having, but I've had a lot of time, you know. Um, when Monday rolls around and, you know, I had it in my head that I got something done this weekend instead of, you know, Heath, you didn't get X, Y, and Z done this weekend. Again, shame on you. You shouldn't have sat around Saturday morning and I'm kicking that can down the road. And this weekend, I didn't do that. Monday morning rolled around and I felt good about my accomplishments because of my new habit that I incorporated. And, you know, I know it's one of those established recipes that is out there. Sometimes this is this is the advice you get from a, a paid coach who, um, you know, they, they set things based on your lifestyle, what you have going on, what your specific goals are. Um, but this is the basic recipe. You know, this is this instead of having the private cooking class, this is like the, uh, you know, the cookbook version or something. This is this is sort of the advice that you're going to get uh, in a in a, you know, less condensed and a less personal way. But this is essentially what you do get. You know, I, and I can actually close with saying this. Um, Sometimes you need a little bit of a hand in setting certain things up in your life. You know, it's not easy. It's it's like maybe having a financial advisor, I guess, for for like if you're in debt, you know, you arrange a budget for you. And in similar to that sort of mindset, sometimes you need a coach to get you back on a winning track. You need some sort of a life coach or someone to to help you help guide you or someone. It's actually the biggest benefit to having a life coach is that 
you have someone that you have to check in with on a weekly basis and or even sometimes daily it depends on your frequency that you end up talking to somebody and they help keep you on the path you know when your life coach is at the other end of your week when you have that that conference call coming up with them on a saturday they are going to keep you focused and honest because you're going to have to tell that person who you're possibly paying to be on the phone with that you didn't get this done and you didn't get that done and and they're going to be kind of tough on you you know that's what a coach does but at the end of the day they're there to help you stay on task. You know, they're there to, to help motivate you and see how far you got on your goals. What adjustments can you make to get to your goals? And they're just keeping you on a good path. And I know it's a absolutely huge motivating factor for somebody who's had that kind of person in my life. It, it was huge. So I don't promote this often, but if you are looking for that kind of help, you can reach out to me at connect at livethislife.org. You know, I do offer some coaching on the side and it's very, uh, very affordable. It's for the regular person, regular average person, because some of the coaching services out there, I mean, they want you to, to pay it forward $500 at a time. You know, I basically break mine down to like a half an hour at a time or maybe an hour. Um, very reasonable stuff. So if it's something you might be interested, check it out or hit me up, uh, send me an email. I can work something out with people. So I hope going in your week forward, you're able to build a much happier, healthier habit lifestyle. You're able to break the habit of whatever it is that you've been doing that you're not satisfied with. And you're able to free up that space and fill it in with something you've dedicated, something you want to have in your life moving forward. And it's okay to slip off of that every once in a while, but really it's it's like everything else. You know, if one night you don't sleep good and you have to skip the gym, then fine. Make it once a week, you know, but make that habit something that you're just not willing to budge on. If you do, you're going to feel so much better about the way your weeks and weekends and your life unfolds. It's just going to come to you in a much more, uh, much more gratifying and accomplished way. All right, everybody, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. I've got a lot of stuff myself. I've got to make sure I'm staying on top of my healthy habits. And uh, I got a lot of things to set up for my week here. I got a lot of exciting things that are coming down the uh, coming down the pike on the horizon, whatever you want to call it, that are happening with the podcast. And you know, it's really great. It's it's awesome to see things starting to take shape. Uh, I got some really good guests coming up. I may have uh, a new regular guest that may be popping on. Maybe considering her a co-host. Those things may be. Uh, unfolding in the near future, some really cool uh, sponsors that are maybe going to offer some really good products to people and stuff like that. So uh, all good stuff. And this is uh, another big thing that we've had on the podcast is Soul Rising, Um, seeing this guy's career take off. And it's absolutely awesome. Maybe we'll be able to get him on the podcast sometime as well. I'm going to play a song by him. And if you're ever looking up his stuff, that's S-O-L Rising, not S-O-U-L, but S-O-L, like sun. Uh, SOL Rising. This song is called Back to the Root, and it's off of the 2019 album Serenity. Until next time, everybody, keep living, and thank you for listening.
Thank you.